Seasons change. Why not your tech? Upgrade now during the Dell Technologies Summer Sale event and save on select PCs, like the XPS 16, powered by Intel Core processors. You'll be able to bring your most intensive projects to life with built-in AI, minimalistic design, immersive visuals, and cinematic audio. When you shop online at dell.com deals, you'll have access to exceptional tech and electronics, plus free shipping on everything. Amazing prices await you for a limited time only at dell.com deals. That's dell.com deals. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This Father's Day, the Home Depot has the perfect gift to help Dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's the groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. This Father's Day, power Dad's doing with the convenience and gas-like power of Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools from the Home Depot. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. Find the perfect Father's Day gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Shop for Father's Day now in stores or online at homedepot.com. So it's 2019. Everyone needs a great pair of wireless earbuds. But before you go dropping hundreds of dollars on a pair, you need to check out the wireless earbuds from Raycon. Raycon earbuds start off at about half the price of any other premium wireless earbuds on the market, and they sound just as amazing. The company was actually co-founded by Ray J, and celebrities like Snoop Dogg, Melissa Etheridge, Cardi B, Brandy, J.R. Smith, and more are already obsessed. Raycon's wireless earbuds are so comfortable and so easy to take anywhere. Unlike some of your other wireless options, Raycon earbuds are both stylish and discreet, with no dangling wires or stems. And of course, they don't just look great, they sound great too. And they're perfect for listening to all your favorite iHeartRadio podcasts on the go. Raycon offers their wireless earbuds for everyone in a range of fun colors and at an unbeatable price. So go to buyraycon.com slash iHeart to get 20% off your order. That's buyraycon.com slash iHeart for 20% off Raycon wireless earbuds. If you've been eyeing a pair, now is the time to get an amazing deal. One more time, buyraycon.com slash iHeart. Welcome to Money Making Conversations. It's the show that shares the secrets of success experienced firsthand by marketing and branding expert Rashawn McDonald. I will know. He's given me advice on many occasions, and in case you didn't notice, I'm not broke. You know he'll be interviewing celebrities, CEOs, entrepreneurs, and industry decision makers. It's what he likes to do. It's what he likes to share. Now it's time to hear from my man, Rashawn McDonald. Money Making Conversations. Here we go. I'm here. Rashawn McDonald. Welcome to Money Making Conversations. I am the host. The only host. I just invite people to my show because I need them to kind of like justify why I did, why I have a passion for letting people know why you can be successful. Because the bottom line in life today is that a lot of people don't realize they can be successful. And people just always stop me. Can you mentor me? Can you mentor me? And I really, I, I could, frankly, I can't mentor everybody who talks to me. But this show allows me to give information in a way I am mentoring people out there because people listen to my show on a regular basis. Uh, you know, I broadcast live in Atlanta, Georgia. Every Monday, you can hear me live on Biz 1190 from 10 a.m. to noon Eastern Standard Time. And the show is replayed every Friday at the same time and every Sunday afternoon at 4 p.m. All oh, that's in Atlanta. And also, my money-making conversation show can also be heard on iHeartRadio and Apple Podcasts, Sirius XM Channel 141 on Howard University campus, and Sirius XM Channel 142 on HBCU campuses. It's important I'm letting everybody know how the brand is going and then next month, I'll be making announcements of more HBCU campuses that will pick up this show because my mantra is to make sure that information that we don't get left out. The millennials, 18 to 34, we don't get left off this time. We got left off on the tech run. We got left off on the, on the information run. We will not get left off on the entrepreneur run. And I'm, I'm going to make sure I'm part of that. Now, each money-making conversation show is about entrepreneurship and entertainment. I provide the consumer and business owner access to celebrities, CEOs, entrepreneurs, and industry decision makers. They, in turn, deliver information about career planning, motivation, financial literacy, and how they lead a balanced life. This next person I've known many years because I've been 
closely associated with Essence, and she's been closely associated with the things I do in motivating young people to be successful. One program in particular, the Disney Dreamers. I've seen this young lady go on stage, tapped her on the show to go, go do your thing, Mickey. And she just goes up there. She goes up there and just talks and motivates you and, and articulates the values of success that young people and adults need to hear on a regular basis. She's the country's leading authority on inner and outer beauty for women of color. With more than 30 years of experience in media, Taylor is editor-at-large for Essence Magazine and president of Satin Doll Productions, a strategic branding, consulting, and communications company, critically acclaimed Commander-in-Chief. She is on the show today to talk about her new book, Editor-in-Chief. Please welcome to Money-Making Conversations, Mickey Taylor. Hi there, Rashawn. I'm so honored to be with you today. If I can get these words right, I can get you on a lot faster. I know that right. <laughs> the little words messing me up today. I can't go, okay, you can't even say C-H-I-C? Come on, man. You can't get that out right? <laughs> I'm going to do it with one of the most articulate people I know. That's what got me nervous, you know. My old country used to Texas accent. I gotta, I'm got i talking slowing down when I'm supposed to speed up and all that good stuff. How you doing, Mickey Taylor? How you doing? Oh, I'm doing just fine. How about you? And congratulations. Let me say that before I say anything. Congratulations on the show. This is so necessary. And you know, I'm looking forward to just listening in because this is a necessary conversation from a necessary authority. Well, I appreciate that, but I want you to do more talking than listening because the reason I mentioned the fact that I'm on HBCU campuses. I'm on Howard University campus with my Sears XM, and that was a plan of action when I sat down because I sat down with my, my peers. They go, and my, and my team and the you know, sponsors and they go, who are you talking to, Rashawn? Who are you going to talk to? I said, I want to talk to millennials, 18 to 34, and I want to be the voice of uh, HBCU campuses. They go, hmm, that's why. I said, because they need information, and they need it from an authority. And so I've, I've been fortunate to get individuals like you who are authority, who is an authority, who are able to tell people, what is your, your first break, before we even get into the book, that you that you that I've read and I like we were talking so much before the interview I went I need to just start, shut up talking and start this interview. Could <laughs> you, you I've seen you at Disney Dreamers and now these people that you've talked to at Disney Dreamers are now in colleges not just HBCU campuses but in colleges in general but because I am prominently on HBCU campus and you are you are the authority inner and out of beauty for women of color talk to me. You know, Rashawn, what I feel is so critical, particularly for this age group, is for them to realize that they must be strategic in their lives. Uh, quite frankly, the ability to master life and all that you're destined to be is inextricably bound to how rich you are when it comes to the inner me. And I really want to see them make that investment, that internal investment in themselves, you know, so that they can lead fearless and inspired lives. They are creating a new script. It is resting upon their shoulders to do so. And they need to be informed. They need to really map out the destiny and the road that they want to take. Uh, one of the other things I say in the book that I think is so essential is that you need a celebration circle. Each of them needs to have those strategic groups a group of people around them because your greatness was not designed to operate in isolation. So it's one thing to have a dream. It's one thing to have a vision. But what's critical, particularly for millennials, because they are living in this high-touch age, but what it has uh, fostered in them is that they become a low-touch community. Mm -hmm. They really don't connect well with others, you know, certainly not on the level that they need to as they pursue their dreams and goals. But you know... In today's society, you really do have to take credit for what you do, and you have to re realize that God gave you an opportunity to do something unique. Accept it! Yes, that's exactly right. And say thank you. Own it. You know, step into it. Be, be really clear. Because, you know, God created us in a view that was pretty intentional. Right. And, you know, as I say in the book, in validating each of us, he gave us a Genesis statement, gave us a set of truths. And, you know, the one that inspires me the most is it says that you and I are unprecedented. That means that nothing like us ever was or ever will be. And so you have to not shrink back from what I call that divine itness that is you. 
You know, you got to say thank you. You got to own it. You got to be comfortable in it. It it is validated by the creator of you know the earth and that holds the seas in their places. So that is uh, uh, greatness, and you have to let that be your your acceptance of that be your non-negotiable platform. Stop apologizing when people compliment you. Mm-hmm. You know, I look at women sometimes and, you know, someone will say, oh, that's a bad pair of shoes. I love those shoes. And they'll say, thank you. And they're grinning from ear to ear. <laughs> and then someone will compliment them and they'll say, oh, well, uh, well, they start apologizing. Now, how could the shoes have more going on than you? Say that one more time, Mickey. Say that one more time. Say that one more time. How could the shoes have more going on than you? How could you (laughs) say thank you about the shoes and then somebody uh, says something or compliments you about your greatness and you're going to start apologizing? I don't understand that. I don't understand that. And so that tells me that we have to be, uh, stop shrinking back and be in full acceptance of who God created each of us to be. And for that matter, we got to fire our own inner critics. Mm-hmm. You know, we got to go inside and challenge anything that surfaces mm-hmm. within us that we've stamped ourselves with that isn't in agreement with that. Because you can't move forward. That's a stumbling block. And, and so you gotta, you, you, you gotta have, you gotta see yourself the way your creator sees you. You can't afford to look at it no, no differently. I don't believe that the creator empowered each of us to design each of us for us to become disempowered by our own characteristic thoughts, by our own shyness and fear and worry about what others would think. We need to stop that. That's a, that's a bad audition process at best. I'm a, and I'm a, and I'm and I'm guess what? Rashawn McDonald, as successful as I am, I did that. I would go, you tell me my suit was sharp, boy, I, boy, I was like, woo, I, I put I put a little dance on, you know. Yeah, the shoes, <laughs> the tie, you know, the uh-huh. the vest. But you and you tell me, man, that was a cold deal. You closed with that family feud, uh, you know, you know, well, you know, you know. Yeah. Right, right. Right, you know, uh, Rashawn, neighborhood awards was cold. You you yeah. created that way, well, you know. Uh, you know, Steve hosted with me. You know, we we good, we good, we good. And yeah. I never stepped out there, and I and so I totally agree with you. And I I want to put myself out there personally because to let people know that even levels of success, people like me, who people deem as okay, he's outward, he's he's he's, he's confident, he's outspoken, have have a coward when it came to accepting responsibility. For the paths I've created and the deals I made, that's right. I get, that has to stop. That has to stop, especially yes. in the African American yes. community, especially in African American. Yes, community. yes, and I, I mean, you know, on on course, divine assignment, created to do this. Thank you. Two words. Thank you. Stop. We don't want to be having no disclaimers about the, the the power and the gifts that we possess. No disclaimers. Thank you. And I'm going to tell you something about this book. That's why it's important people understand this book. This book about inner and outer. Okay. It's important that you understand that because, like I said, I had the outer down pat. You know, I walk in the room, people know who I was. I remember I went to, I went to an agency in L.A., big, big agency in L.A., and they were representing me. And the guy said, okay, he said, we have a problem with you, Rashawn. I said, what do you mean? He said, he's just sitting in this room. He brought in a, a literary agent. He brought in a, uh, a personal appearance agent. He brought in a film agent. He brought in a TV agent. And he said, uh, he said, all these people are you. I said, huh? He said, all those people are you. He said, no, we've never seen anybody like you that you, he said, we can bring a lawyer in here too, you know, cause you do deals. Uh-huh. And so, so I didn't realize what I was doing and didn't appreciate or respect what I was doing, but the whole industry knew what I was doing. They understood right. that was a unique brand. Right. I was, and, and so when, when I read a book like this that tells me, okay, if you don't have your inside motivation straight, you can be successful, but you may not blossom to the level right. that you can be because you're not accepting who you are. That's right. That's right. That's exactly right. That's why I had to have you I on my have, show, Mickey, because yeah. I needed a Mickeyism. <laughs> I needed a Mickeyism <laughs> in my <laughs> life. To get Rashawn right. And then everybody read this book. HBCU, Howard University, Texas Southern University, Fix, University of Houston, Georgia Tech, Alabama University. Mickey-isms will change your life. That's what's in this book. 
Mickey, tell them how to find this book. Tell them how to find this book, girl. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So so uh, you can find it at bookstores nationwide, Barnes & Noble, you name it. You can find it on Amazon.com. Uh, you can order it direct from Simon & Schuster. But, uh, again, I wrote this book because I want us to lead fearless and inspired lives. And as God would have it, it is every place we are. So I, I, I'm just so thankful, Rashawn, that you have shared this message. It is This book is about us. For mm-hmm. us, for such a time as this, you know, it's really important because you know, as I do radio, I'm starting to be more and more honest with myself. You know, who am I talking about, or who are who am I talking to? Another, I should say, because of the fact that you know, you can get in the box and, and be surrounded by fear about yes. oh, if I say this, how will people react? I'm gonna tell you something. You won't know how they will react just until you say it or you do it, but do it consistently, and they will respect it. And that's, that's right. what I try to tell that's people right. all the time. Be respectful and be re- consistent, and people will rise up to what you're trying they to communicate will. on a regular basis. And that's all you're doing in this book. And in, in this yeah. book, and I, I, I want to let, let you know that uh, you go, you're special, Mickey. And uh, oh, uh, this going to go on podcast. You. I'm going to get a banner from your book company to put it on my social media. I just wanted to talk to you again. I get a dose of Mickeyism, and I want to have an honest <laughs> con- conversation that you affected my life, Rashawn McDonald. Oh. And don't stop Rashawn, affecting a lot of Rashawn so McDonald's much. out there and Rashidas and Kaliquas uh, and, uh, and, uh, and Sheila's out there because that's what you do. You affect people in and out of you are the authority. Women of color. We'll be right back with more from Rashawn McDonald and Money Making Conversations. Don't touch that dial. Hi, this is Rashawn McDonald, the host of Money Making Conversations. You say to yourself, who calls Rashawn's show? Ricky Smiley. You got to get out of your own sitting and leave in order to grow because a fish don't get bigger as long as it's inside of that fish bowl. Yes, sir. A fish get bigger when you put it in a pond. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the phone the one and only Charlie Wilson. So many people have been, really been trying to get me to do a gospel record for right. so many years right. and I've been promising God that I would that I would <laughs> shout him out and do something. Right. <laughs> I said, you know, and um, Burn, Rubble, so, uh, there goes uh, my baby. Come on, man. Put a little Jesus in them song. Come on, brother. Miss Patty LaBelle. And you know what I'm going to be doing? Concerts and little clubs. With the, Thank with you. The, Thank with you. The trio. <laughs> so that I can touch you when I'm singing with my hands. Thank you. See, I told you. Be there every Monday, 10 a.m. to noon. Be is 1190. Money-making conversations. As host of Money Making Conversations, Rashawn McDonald is uniquely positioned to provide a step-by-step, easy-to-understand blueprint that drives listeners to realize their dreams and aspirations. Until you do the business plan or incorporate or actually create that product right. or start selling products, the universe doesn't have to deal with you. Money Making Conversations is an innovative platform that delivers financial literacy to help everyone with their brand success. It's good to have a money-making conversation with somebody that make money. <laughs> Let me tell you about the host of Money Making Conversations, Rashawn McDonald. He's a social media influencer. 80% of his 700,000-plus social media followers are female. He's a two-time Emmy Award winner, three-time NAACP Image Award winner, sitcom writer, stand-up comic, former IBM executive, and has a degree in mathematics. More importantly, Rashawn McDonald will use his business and celebrity relationships to empower small businesses with information to succeed. Hi, Rashawn McDonald. We're back with more money-making conversation. My booth is crowded. Got people looking at me. Got people listening to me. I got people on Facebook staring at me. That's what you do when you're successful. You get a lot of people on. You ever notice that when you're not, people who are not successful, they have to look around and find out who to talk to. Got to find out who they have a conversation with. I don't have to worry about that in my life because people want to talk to me. I got one on the phone who want to talk to me. Very uh, unique talent. I see all the time on LinkedIn because I'm a LinkedIn user. I'm a very popular guy on LinkedIn. I post all the time and I feel fortunate every time she likes one of my posts. That's how good we are. My next guest is the founder and CEO (laughs) of my financial home enterprise and global financial consultant consultant. Let me get you straight. My next guest is the founder and CEO of My Financial Home Enterprise and Global Financial Consultancy Firm, providing comprehensive accounting, tax, and financial management services for businesses and individuals. The Women of Wealth dubbed her Wealth Builder Extraordinaire, and she was awarded a President's Lifetime Achievement Award by President Barack Obama. 
Please welcome to Money Making Conversation, Dr. Cosette White. Good morning. How's everyone doing? How are you, Rashawn? Well, good, because, you know, you can say everyone, because my booth is packed in here. You know, you're, you're only going to be talking to me, though, but they're staring at me, though. They're making sure I don't All make right. any mistakes. You know, they got pushing buttons and closing curtains so I won't sweat in the booth, you know, because the outdoor light gets too heavy on me. I'm too hot. Give me some water. Give me some water. So it's great. I, I finally got you on my show. I always see you on LinkedIn. I, I search your profile to see what you're doing, Miss White. So tell me, tell everybody what you do, and then we're going to get in detail about a number of questions that I have outlined that I'm going to ask you about. Tell us about All Dr. Right. Cosette well, White. I l- yes, I love this. Well, Dr. Cosette and White, I help individuals um, gain clarity and focus with their finances. I also help thousands of taxpayers mm. who owe the IRS. Uh, but simply can't afford to pay the IRS. So I provide benefits such as pain and relief um, from the IRS and just help individuals regain their normal sleep habits back uh, by helping them reduce that tax liability. I'm also an author of Unveiling the Mask as well as a best-selling author of Attracting the Best. So I play with numbers all day. That's what I do. What's, what's, what is your degree in then? My degree is in mathematics. I, I will admit I don't play with numbers all day. If you give me a math problem, I might get in a fight with you because you're trying to make <laughs> me look bad. <laughs> my my undergraduate degree is in accounting. It's in accounting, okay. and then I have my master's degree in business administration. Mm-hmm. So let me ask you this. When you say people who you said you said you 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 do taxes right and you do taxes yes. for people who owe money did you say that yes okay. owe the IRS okay now what does that mean like so you know when i file you know my goal is not to owe how do you wind up owing the IRS Oh, my goodness, there's a number of different ways that people owe um, the IRS. Uh, they get themselves in trouble. Maybe they are um, an entrepreneur, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. self-employed, mm-hmm. and maybe they're not um, paying taxes. They're right. making the income, but they're not paying the taxes. They're not paying quarterly taxes. They're not paying anything to the internal revenue throughout the year, and then all of a sudden they owe this big, large sum, 100000 50000 you know, whatever that number may look like, and... Um, they're not sleeping well because the IRS is sending them no- notices and, and knocking on their door saying, we want our money. Like I, I have uh, paychecks is a service I use. And um, because if otherwise, I'd probably be a person who owes the government because they take all the money out. They, they take money out of my account and out of the account, they pay the employee and they pay the government the, the taxes that are due to the government. That's a good way to protect yourself, correct? Yes, a very good way. Have that have it automatically come out of the check. Now let me ask and you see, this. That's, let me go ask ahead. you this now. Doctor White, I'm that I'm that person in trouble. I've come to you and I owe money. I I don't have any money. <laughs> what do you do for me? How do you how do you save a guy who started a small business or an individual who got a little bonus and didn't do the taxes on the bonus like he was supposed to? Kept saying he was going to do it, kept saying she was going to do it, but they didn't do it. End of the year, file those taxes, they owe $1,000 or $10,000. How do they recover from something like that when they come to you? Because they also got to pay you for your services, correct? (laughs) Exactly. They have to pay for the services. Well, there's something that the IRS calls the debt forgiveness plan, Mm -hmm. and there are certain criteria that an individual must fall into in order to uh, fall into one of the plans. The first one is, of course, the offer and compromise program. Then, of course, you know, we can fall into the partial payment installment plans, but who wants to pay partial and pay, partial, um, partial pay installments? Mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. there's the penalty abatement. So when clients come to me, I usually go through an analysis to figure out if they qualify, first of all, for any of the programs, the forgiveness programs that the IRS is offering. And then from there, we look at their financial situation and then do an analysis to say, hey, is this something that the IRS will approve? Um, I don't stick a client into any of the programs that the IRS offers unless I know that I am going to have a great success rate. My success rate in settling debt is about 94%. 94%. So if I don't think that I can settle, then I'm not going to get you through. I'm not going to even try to play with you. I'm going to be honest up front and say, I don't think we can win with this one. But 
That's that's what I do. I, I try to put them in one of the three debt forgiveness programs. So you are honest. You're not there just to, we're all in business to make money, but you're not going to lead somebody down the, the rabbit hole like you could do something with them and you see the odds of them winning. It's just you getting paid or getting them more mm-hmm. debt because they owe you now because they owe the government. Mm-hmm. They definitely not going to pay you. You know what I'm saying? No, you know what? One thing, Rashawn, I'm all about honesty and integrity. And the, the business that I'm in, it's really about building relationships. Right. Mm-hmm. And the, the the more positive relationships that I build, the more my business is going to grow. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lead you down the road path and say, hey, I can get you through this knowing that I can't. I've been before the IRS too many times, so I know what will pass, and I know what will, what will not pass. Okay, I'm going to tell you what I love about this interview, your voice, you have that, you know, you have that doctor type voice, you have that bedside <laughs> manner, you know, you act, you, you, if I came into your office, you would make me believe I'm going to get my money back or I'm going to go, or the government going to leave me alone. I'm just telling you the truth now, because I've been noticing that going, I don't owe any money. I want to, I want to sign you up for something, you know, <laughs> call my wife, baby, we owe anybody? Because I, I met the doctor Cosette White and I think she, I think we can use her. She, boy. We don't owe nobody any money, but you need to listen to her voice. Her voice will hypnotize you to believe that you were right and the government was wrong. <laughs> reason I say that because you've been called the financial physician. Exactly. That's right. Exactly. I just want to let everybody exactly. know that I'm not the only one saying that people are making you laugh, but you've been called the financial physician because of your technique, your style, your bedside manner. Tell me, when you get a title like that, what responsibility comes with it? A lot comes with it because when you just think about the word physician, mm-hmm. you know, people are looking at me in a different manner. Mm-hmm. So, um, again, as I said, co- when I was coined a financial physician, it was just one of those things that individuals came to me because I've been able to diagnose mm-hmm. the situation. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> diagnose. I, it just comes. Being able to diagnose the financial situation and help people get out of the problems that they're in. Um, and we're not just talking talking about what taxes we're talking about our business owners who may right. be stuck in a in a rut as well maybe their um, numbers aren't panning out the way that they want and maybe their mm-hmm. their their profit margins aren't where they want them to be but just being able to really clearly look at the numbers and say hey let's shift things a little bit and maybe this this will work so um just being able to really, really, as I said, diagnose situations as it relates to money, Rashawn. I'm not going to play around with nothing else but the numbers. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you, this is really interesting because uh, when you came out of college, uh, did you go work for someone or did you go immediately into a small business platform? No, when I came out of college, I worked in corporate America, and actually, mm-hmm. truth be told, I stayed in corporate America for 20 years. Mm-hmm. Um, I had the business as well as working in corporate America, and I kept saying I need to really get from underneath this corporate job because I have so much so much talent. You know, God has gifted me, and why am I staying here? But something just kept pulling at me to stay there uh, with corporate, and um, eventually I just said, hey, I need to take this jump, and I did. I took the leap, and I stepped out on faith, and, and I began to grow the business. And the, the thing that um, Struggle Road, uh, I talk about that in my life a lot, you know, because of the fact that even when you're successful, there is Struggle Road. And so you're just telling people in your book and reading your book and running your business and living your life, being a single mom, overcoming the odds. It's just be honest with yourself first. And then tell the world, this is who I am. And when you tell people, this is who I am, understand that success will come that way because I'm telling you the truth. If you tell the people the truth, then they know who you're dealing with. You can overcome. I'm just telling people in general, kind of getting them out my soapbox right now, Dr. White, is that I tell people in general is that if you tell people who you are and you believe who you are, then you can win. You tell people who you think they want to believe you are, you will not win. It'd be short-term success. Long-term failure. So coming out of the box and, and writing about these truths allow me to believe that your success is not going to stop. And every award that you've achieved so far will only get bigger. Now you're in the Rashawn McDonald Club. You know, you rolling now, girl. You rolling. Money-making conversation <laughs> club now. 
<laughs> so tell everybody about the book and uh and also i'm gonna bring you back on the show in the month of july that's a guarantee i would have read your book and we'll talk differently but tell everybody how they can get your book and how they can contact you about your business absolutely you guys can get the book it's at barnes and noble as mm-hmm. well as amazon.com mm-hmm. or you can head over to the website unveilingthemask.com you can follow me on all social media platforms under Cosette M. White, and I'm going to spell that for you. It's C-O-Z, as in zebra, E-T-T-E-M, White. Um, so, yeah, that's how you all can reach me and uh, learn more about me, the services that I offer, and grab the book. All right, a.k.a. Skiwi! See you later. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Cosette White, she's, she's the financial physician, and she'll be back on the show next, next month. You get a book. Just look, up, look her up. She's brilliant. She's fantastic. I follow her on LinkedIn. We'll be right back with more from Rashawn McDonald and Money Making Conversations. Don't touch that dial. Hi, I'm Rashawn McDonald, and I've created national campaigns for State Farm, Ford, Coca-Cola, NBC, and many more. I'm the leading voice for entrepreneurship and entertainment. I've written and produced for Kevin Hart, Taraji P. Henson, Stephen A. Smith, and most notably, Steve Harvey. Rashawn McDonald is uniquely positioned to provide a step-by-step, easy-to-understand blueprint that drives listeners to realize their dreams and aspirations. Every Monday, you can hear me live on Money Making Conversation from 10 a.m. to noon on Biz 1190. I am the man. I am Rashawn McDonald. You're listening to Money Making Conversation. I'm the host. We broadcast live at Atlanta, Georgia, every Monday. You can just live 10 a.m. to noon, Biz 1190. And the show is also replayed every Friday on Biz 1190, seven, same time, and every Sunday afternoon at 4 p.m. Money Making Conversations can also be heard on iHeartRadio and Apple Podcasts, Sears XM Channel 141 on Howard University campus, and Sears XM Channel 142 on HBCU campuses. Each money-making conversation radio talk show is about entrepreneurship and entertainment. I provide the consumer and business owner access to celebrities, CEOs, entrepreneurs, and industry decision makers. They, in turn, deliver information about career planning, motivation, financial literacy, and how they lead a balanced life. My next guest, he's on the phone. He's a, he's a triathlete. He, he, he do stuff I can't do, but we're going to talk about that. I, I, <laughs> I want to bring people on the show, man. I just know they're in shape. Just by what they do, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm over here struggling in between eating donuts. My next guest is a retired NFL player. <laughs> he played six seasons for the New England Patriots, the Cleveland Browns, and the Green Bay Packers. Where two of the two of the three teams are good. <laughs> he founded music at the monument monument in 2015 to further the National Park Service's Healthy Parks, Healthy People Initiative, which encourages underrepresented groups like veterans, which I think is amazing, youth and minorities to use our national parks and monument grounds. Please welcome to Money Making Conversations, Daryl Haley. Good morning, sir. How are you? There, I got you laughing before you, before you say anything. I mean, you know, you're supposed to maintain, man, you're supposed to stay laughing, laughing quietness, man. You over there just giggling in the background. <laughs> man, if anybody knows you, they know that there's many things that you cannot do. So for you to say that, it just tickled me a little bit. Well, good. Let me, let me ask you this, Daryl, from the start. Okay, you, let's talk about the, the triathlete, you know. What exactly is, is, is that is that sport all about? Is it bicycle riding, swimming, and running, right? Okay, yes, it's all three, but they go in a certain order. First, you go swim. You have a two-point, <laughs> yeah, check this out, right? You got a 2.4 open ocean water swim, so it's not in your backyard pool. It's an open ocean water swim. Then you go out of the water, and you hop on your bike, and you ride for 120. Okay, 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 give me a stop right there. You hop on the bike with a wet butt. Yeah, well, yeah, 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 yeah. Because <laughs> I'm you, riding a bike with a dry butt is already hard. Now you gonna you gonna hop on a bicycle seat with a with a speedo yeah, on, just grinding for how many miles? How many miles? How many miles? Bruh, check this out. You gotta go for 112. You gotta go for 112 miles, man. But come on, Darren. Come on, Darren. Let's, let's be truthful now. Let's be truthful now. Because you gotta. If you want, if you want full disclosure. <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't want full disclosure. No. He's swimming in salt water. Oh. <laughs> oh, so you do 100 miles plus on the bike. And then you get yeah. off, 
And what happens after yeah. that? That's after you battle the hair, wind, heat, and humidity. Yes, sir. Then you get off your bike and you go for a nice 26.2-mile run, which is basically your standard marathon. Okay, now. Okay. I'm, I'm going to tell you where you lost me. First of all, I can't swim. So already there, you know, I, I can't even start the race now. Now, I could probably put on one of them little, one of them little life jackets. I'm with you. I'll probably catch you on that bike. But I'm telling you right now, when it comes to running, they're going to have to, like, pedal me in one of them little rickshaws. You know, just a guy, yeah, just, a guy just running by me. I'm going, bye, Daryl. I'll see you at the finish line, brother. This is how we're going to end it on this one. Because, man, yeah, hey. <laughs> how many have you done? How many have you done, Daryl? How many? I've done close to probably... 30. Uh, and the cool part about it, I've done them all, over, all, all around the world, you know, so there's, uh, I've done them in Germany, I've done them in Fredericia, Denmark, I've done, done them over in the Canary Islands, I've done them over in Germany, uh, so I mean, they take place all around the world, man, and it's absolutely fascinating, and actually, it's going to lead into a lot of things we're going to talk about today about making money, because there's a lot of money to be made. There we go, See, there, I know how this conversation goes, man, well, you know, come on, let's go and talk about this money-making conversation, how money to be made, because what I try to tell people, because especially people in the African-American community, we have such a limited scope on our value and how money is being made. And we get left out of the technology world. We get left out of the, you know, automotive cars, the drones out there, the, the tech world, the app world. And there are so many ways. We, we, we want to start a restaurant business. We want to start a car wash business. We want to start a barbecue service. We want to start a delivery service. A lot of stuff that really the world has gotten so big that the opportunities are even bigger for you to go there. And if you if you come there with a plan as a small business, SBA, they got something for you there to help you win. And so with that being said, tell us about this transition, transitional dollar that you're talking about. Yeah, but I think first of all, you know, people need to understand there's making money then there's making money then uh uh to support your lifestyle. Yes, sir. And then there's making money to support, you know, your lineage. And so when you begin to talk about the sort of triathlon, if you look at a bicycle, just take a bike, you got you got brakes, you got tires, you got rims, you got seats. Yes, sir. You have all these other components. Yes, sir. Everybody's not gonna go to college. But here's the beauty of it. I've talked to people, and they say, well, hey, look, I'm not going to do this triathlon thing because, you know, that's not what black people do. You're yeah. wrong. First of all, when I was doing triathlons, I was probably one of very few African-Americans mm -hmm. doing it. And then to be 6'6", six, six, 300 pounds from a formal mainstream sport is football, mm -hmm. you're definitely a unique piece doing it all by yourself. On that bike, I'm telling you. I, he, I, on that little bit of bike seat. 300, 300. Just imagine, you don't even see the bike seat no more. <laughs> yeah, no, you don't. Know. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm telling you too, man. Damn. See, see, the thing about it, I watch triathletes. I, I watch. That's that's one of my favorite sports because you know you get out the water, all you see is a little number written on your leg and on your shoulder. That's it. That's how they identify you. And then you hop on that bike and you roll it. After that, they move, you, move, you move the little it, goggles man. from your eye. You know, just, you know, because you put them goggles, so your eyes won't be red. And you won't be messed up with that salt water. Drop them off, exactly. and then you walk. On the, but see, the crazy part about it, people don't realize that salt water. Dries out, and you just and that salt just you really want to get dry. That salt water dries you out, so you have to deal with that adversity when you're pedaling that bike as well. Yeah, man, and there's some things you can do to help that a little bit, but we talk about that offline. Yeah. <laughs> so let's continue here. The number of my, the okay. number of minorities participating in tri as a triathlete in the triathlete events are very few, as we know. Right. So also, so 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 already you have you have a marketing value already. Yes, gate. Mm -hmm. So here's where it gets fun. Once you understand the sport, as you're racing, your left side is your most valuable side. Mm -hmm. So when I was racing, I didn't have to work to generate revenue because you are unique. Mm -hmm. So you got to figure out what your own dollar value is. Mm. But you have you know you have you have the left side of your biking shorts where you can put a sponsor. Mm -hmm. You have the left side of your bike, the left side of your body. Uh, as you do interviews, you know you got a quarter page, a half page, a full page. Mm -hmm. You know it's easier for a sponsor to pay you money mm -hmm. than to go and try and take a full page ad out of Sports Illustrated. Sports Illustrated so cost them a hundred thousand mm -hmm. dollars, but you it may cost them twenty thousand. Do the right. math; it ain't right. complicated. Right. And also the fact that it's more intimate and also the fact that you are capturing the moment. You're captured in the moment of the of the action and it's being applied that way. So are you still involved in it as, as as a as a participant or are you just uh, what are you doing with uh, with that sport now, sir? 
you know, this board of travel, I'm still involved as a participant. I'm trying to spread, I try, and I am spreading the word with it for more kids uh, in youth, but not necessarily just as a sport, but also as a form of STEM, because it can lead into that whole particular area. Because of the technology involved in the sport, you know, STEM is a very vital piece of it. So it's a great way to get kids interested in school and going to school, and then also helping kids find their own purpose in their own way. Well, see, the reason I, I really... I did, I, I, got, I get a lot of uh, former football players or current football players on this show because I want to always say there is intelligence underneath that helmet because you know, it's such a physical for, sport that people think that they're just brutes. F- football players are just brutes, and they're just out there to collide and hurt each other. But also, you, I wanted to bring up the Ironman triathlete part of you, but also you operate a bed and breakfast in Virginia outside of D.C. called the Daryl Haley Bed and Breakfast. Tell us about that, man. See, a lot of people don't know you got that going on too. Now you you just a multitask. Yeah, yeah. We we haven't even talked what we what you called about. But I want to get this other. I got two breaks with you, Dale. I can do it. This money making conversation. I got to talk about money before I start talking about chairs. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, the the, the bed and breakfast uh, it came up because one, I really do thoroughly enjoy people. Yes, sir. But you know, you also got to figure out, you know. Uh, living close to Washington, D.C., mm-hmm. as well as close to Baltimore, we have the Ravens and the Redskins. Mm-hmm. People like sports. And people like in uh, my bed and breakfast is out there near the Shenandoah National Park. Mm-hmm. So therefore, people wow. like hiking, hiking and whatnot. They like being outdoors. So my bed and breakfast is out in that area, which gives me a cross-sectional of all people, all colors, all races, all religions. Mm-hmm. I think one thing we have to understand is that you cannot look at making money by dealing with one particular culture. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. so the bed and breakfast is a lot of fun, and the three things we do, fun, fitness, and romance. That's what we do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but here's where it gets fun. I also like to bake. I love baking. Oh, okay. You're in my area now. Okay, Daryl. Yeah. Come on so now, <laughs> don't have me come up to D.C. with a baked banana pudding on you. Okay, come now, on, don't, don't. Come on now. Come on, Daryl. Okay, uh, you know, my brother, he lives out in the D.C. area with Four Salon, Harrison Beauty Salon. So I'm about to come up there and visit you in a couple man, of years. Seriously, I'm going to come and see up, you. Okay? That would be beautiful. If we could do like a a charity bake-off or I bring some desserts and we get some more celebrities in the D.C. area. For, because the fact that you're doing things for veterans and the, and the underserved, I think, is amazing. So give us a little bit more detail because you say you're shipping our product and the donations are being are being marched right back into your foundation. What are you doing local? Are you doing any local events, uh, uh, local baking uh, sales? What are you doing locally as well? well yeah, and what we can do, the same place where we do the concerts, which mm-hmm. is in the, on the National Mall. Yes, what, would be, what would be a beautiful thing to me mm-hmm. would be for some of the bakers in the local area, okay. and I'm including yourself. Okay, let let's bake some goods. Okay, let's go to one, let's go to one of the concerts on the National Mall. Okay, there's 28.8 million people who will, who will be visiting the Lincoln Memorial during 2010. And let's disseminate these baked goods. Let people know that hey, you know, he's baking, she's baking. Here's some good goods, and here's some good causes. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can't sell them, but you can do donations. But at the end of the day. Everybody can show their skill set and show their uh, their big goods. I just think that would be absolutely fabulous. Okay, you, I'm, I'm in, Daryl. I'm in. Okay, so I'm gonna get uh, some Matthews gonna reach out to you, and we're gonna work this out. Whether I bring some of uh, my my giant monkey bread muffins or my carrot cake muffins or some of my, you know, because I know there's things that have to be sellable or anything you can slice, like my coconut cake, my pecan right. pie, my sweet potato. You see what I'm saying? I got the cheesecake, the apple caramel, pecan cheesecake. So I'm going to get you hungry on the call here. Because I'm not going down to the prude that I can bake. I can bake. I'm just going down to make money. I'm going down to make money for your foundation, sir, so we can change some lives. So I want you to get in touch with, she's going to get in touch with you so we can plan a date. Probably going to be like in that that, that late August time frame, looking at my schedule. And we lock it down. And and if we get some more local bakers, I got some good friends down there. And let's let's, let's turn this into an annual thing because it's for a good cause. And you started in 2015. Let's keep building and making this a bigger part of the momentum of changing people's lives. That's your... That's your mantra. That's your mission, Daryl. I want to help you keep building it. Well, I tell you one of the fun things that you can also do if you can pull this off. Mm-hmm. We also are allowed to, within our permit, you can actually broadcast your show from down there on the Lincoln Memorial. Okay, now he's getting real special now. 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to tell you something. I'm, you something. I, I'm gonna do something. Daryl, let me tell you. We're, we're going to have to talk off air a little bit because, you know, this is a lot. We, we talked about you on that bike, that 300 pounds on that bike. You got to tell me about that story. Now, you got to tell me I'm going to be broadcasting live. All I know is this. I'm going to sleep at your bed and breakfast with the fun romance. And what was the other fun romance? And- well- so I'm finishing romance. There you and go. If you got a fishing pole, we can go back and fish you, man. If you got a fishing pole, we can make it happen. I know, my man. So, Darrell, I want to thank you for calling the show. Know that I am committed to the baking. I am committed to uh, staying at the at your bed and breakfast. We're going to come down in August, and we're going to do a, a bake sale, get some publicity down there so people can come down there and make some donations. My man, keep being you, okay? All right, thank you very much. Allow me to come on to your show. Awesome, my brother. Awesome. We'll be back with more money-making conversations. We're doing it, man. Money-making conversations. Rashawn McDonald. We'll be right back with more from Rashawn McDonald and Money-Making Conversations. Don't touch that dial. Hi, this is Rashawn McDonald, the host of Money-Making Conversations. You say to yourself, who calls Rashawn show? Ricky Smiley! You got to get out of your own sitting and leave in order to grow because a fish don't get bigger as long as it's inside of that fish bowl. Yes, sir. A fish get bigger when you put it in a pond. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the phone the one and only Charlie Wilson. So many people have been really been trying to get me to do a gospel record for right. so many years right. and I have been promising God that I would <laughs> that I would shout him out and do something. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I said, you know, I, and um, burn rubble. So, uh, there goes my baby. Come on, man, put a little Jesus in them song. Come on, brother, Miss Patty Labelle. And you know what I'm going to be doing? Concerts and little clubs. With the, thank with, you, with the, thank with you, the trio, <laughs> so that I can touch you when I'm singing with my hands. Thank you. See, I told you, be there every Monday, 10 a.m. to noon. Be is 11:90. Money making conversation. Let me tell you about the host of Money Making Conversations, Rashawn McDonald. He's a social media influencer. 80% of his 700,000 plus social media followers are female. He's a two-time Emmy Award winner, three-time NAACP Image Award winner, sitcom writer, stand-up comic, former IBM executive, and has a degree in mathematics. More importantly, Rashawn McDonald will use his business and celebrity relationships to empower small businesses with information to succeed. Hi, this is Rashawn McDonald, and you're listening to Money Making Conversations. My next guest, let me pause. This is my next guest, you know, because I, I think I'm in shape, but I'm going to tell you I'm not in shape. When I when I stand next to this young man, you know, if I, I got one of them big old posters on the wall, you know, the, the life size. <laughs> my next guest is an NFL legend. He's a Heisman, Heisman Trophy winner, actor, which I love, entrepreneur, which I love, and philanthropist. Please welcome to Money Making Conversations, Eddie George. Yeah, how you doing, my man? How you doing today? I'm doing very, very well, and thank you for uh, coming on my show, because my show, I'm going to just give you a little short background on the show. What I try to do is, um, this is it's more like I'm mentoring listeners and viewers on the show about mm-hmm. uh, listening to successful CEOs, industry decision makers, uh, celebrities, um, and small business entrepreneurs who are successful mm-hmm. at a high level. And what you guys give to them is the insight, the motivation, the ups and downs that you have in life. And also it's important the balanced life that I really want to always emphasize that some things I failed in, Eddie, is that, you know, I was just, mm-hmm. on, I was just on that little rat wheel, you know, and they didn't want to jump off because I feared I might miss an opportunity or I feared I might lose the gains that I was making. Now, mm-hmm. I look at your life, my man, and – you know, you are, you were a fearless football player. And, and and sometimes I've heard the announcers say you are a man's man on the field. You know, you hmm. physically just could, you know, you took a hit and you came back from that. So, yes, but you also had a foresight to say, I'm going to have a balanced life. Talk to us about that right. in the, as we start this uh, interview, the balanced life. Well, yeah, balanced life, oh, man, for me was being unbalanced at first to figure out how I was unbalanced to get balanced. Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of things will put you in check to um, to put you in balance, to make you aware of where you're out of sync. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, it was um, uh, someone in my, my, my personal life, with my family. Yes, sir. Um, because sometimes, you know, when you're pursuing a goal and, get so caught up into that specific goal and becomes almost like your idol. That's the only thing you can see. You think about it, you dream about it, and that's fine. But there are other things that get um, 
get pushed to the side or ignored. In the process of that, sometimes it's your family, mm-hmm. your wife, it's mm-hmm. um, your other your other things that you love to do. It's um, uh, your, your your spiritual life, yes, and you kind of you, you get lost in it. So you almost have to. I've had to really peel back the onion and say, okay, <clears throat> what are the things that I can do more efficiently, effectively, and still enjoy my life? You know, um, unfortunately, over the last four or five years, I've had to go to several funerals for loved ones, mm-hmm. uh, some teammates mm-hmm. uh, that were my age or younger, um, mm-hmm. for family members. And it really, you really, it really puts in perspective on what's important in life. And you look at their eulogy, you look at the things they've accomplished, and that's not what's important. It's really how you impacted others and what you've been able to do to help someone else out, how you've been able to passion the torch, how you've been able to inspire other people, mm-hmm. uh, spending time with your family. Those are the things that have been really important in my life. So that's, um, in a nutshell, what I try to do in terms of really putting perspective and um, priorities in check while also um, being the best businessman or actor that I can be because Living my life um, in that in that realm supports that. It helps that I become a better businessman, I become a better actor, a better teacher, a better philanthropist because I'm just simply living life. That's important because so you're basically telling us that you know at one point football was 100 percent, and oh, yeah, the, la- the last four or five years has caused you to to look at a, look at life through a different eye, a different lens. And, yeah. and what well, is well, that lens? Me, me, what is that lens, Eddie? Well, that, that lens is, is to uh, really approach your life with a sense of gratitude because every day is a gift. Every single day that you wake up is an opportunity to get better at something, to realize that you have a, a, great, a greater purpose to achieve something. Um, it's a blessing from God, you know, to have your help. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I retired 15 years ago. Wow. So this has been a, a process. It's not like I jumped off the field you know, <laughs> yesterday or five years ago. But you look like you, you look like you just jumped off the field, though, Eddie. I appreciate that. <laughs> I appreciate that. Everybody you in know, the booths went. When you said fifteen years, everybody in the booth went, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is not. This is not a. You know, since that time, you know, I've done quite a bit. You know, I've had. I've been a part of businesses. I went and got my MBA. Mm-hmm. I've uh, got my degree in landscape architecture. I had my own business. With that, mm-hmm. I transitioned three or four times, uh, evolved three or four times into, you know, the things that, that I'm passionate about now in my life. And it's it's, it's an evolution. It's being agile, and so forth. So, you know, the lens I look through today mm-hmm. um, as a 44 year old man mm-hmm. is one of simply gratitude. And understanding that I can't do everything by myself, nor do I want to. And the the things that I appreciate now are the simple things right. in life, and that's just getting a, a great health report from the doctors, or waking up and I can see, <laughs> hear, touch, and feel. I can I can get out of my bed and walk comfortably to the bathroom. You know that yeah. mm-hmm. those things mm-hmm. are really are really a blessing in life when you look at. Um, what's going on in this world. And when we say that reference that we have to reference CTE, you know, which is, which is really came to the forefront by the media and the NFL has had to say there isn't, there's is a problem with that. So when you look at that and you look at the way you played, and you look at some of your teammates, what do you, what do you, what is your response when I say something about CTE? Um, really, honestly, um, I don't have a response. Mm-hmm. I don't worry about CTE. Mm-hmm. Um, it's still something that's still, Mm-hmm. Being yes, sir. Um, looked at in terms of research, mm-hmm. um, I, I recommend and I encourage guys to go and get tested and to figure out where they are today. Mm-hmm. Um, I just recently got um, an MRI in my brain to see where I'm at. And it looks like it's perfectly good health. Congratulations! Uh, but mm-hmm. five, six years from now, who knows what that could be? So mm-hmm. there's still mm-hmm. there still needs to be more research to be done yes, sir. with CTE in the game of football because uh, statistically. Soccer is you get more concussions in soccer than you do in football, and they have no so uniform. I don't see it, <laughs> right. I don't see anyone talking about CT in that sport, or mm-hmm. CT in boxing, or CT in mm-hmm. in hockey. Mm-hmm. It's all relegated towards football, and, uh, and that's the number one sport in the country or go. in the world, really, in terms of billions of dollars. So, mm-hmm. you know, there's there's a whole trick to it. 
You know, that's the way I look at it. And I'm not going to live my life based off of fear of what may come away, may not come. I'm, I'm, I'm going to leave this earth. Everybody, something's going to take you out of here. There you go. There you go. <laughs> so, well, you know, I love, so I love I your energy. Fear. I love your energy yeah, because I, just, because I, I have that energy. And so because of the right. fact that I know, I would tell people, you know, when I hit 50, I say I'm on the downside of dying. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, when you're 20, you can look far. But guess what? I'm not mad at that because I'm going to live my right. life every day. And I'm cool with that. But uh, right. but, the, but but when I look at what you're doing now, the transitional things that you've done in 15 years. So I'm in entertainment. So I, I, like an athlete, I get spurts of big money. And sometimes that yeah, money sir. can stop or keep going or it can stop suddenly. Yeah. <laughs> and, and no question. And, you know, and that's important. And so, so when you look at, you know, you have the upcoming draft coming up. These players coming in and they got these big salaries. Are you able to talk to these players or – you just or, or or how does that work? Do you are, are you able to create a relationship with incoming players yeah. or just players who are already in the league? Uh, no, we can. We have. I mean, obviously, you know, you want to work with players um, that have money. So it's it's rookies, it's veterans, yes, sir. it's yes, sir. You know, guys that have played the game before, before, during, and after. So um, you know, we we have a few guys that we've looked at in the past. Yes, sir. Uh, rookies that have come out and tried to build a relationship with and to see if, it, if there's a vibe there. Um, there are several financial firms. There are several um, uh, financial institutions that, that offer the same services we do. And it's really about finding the right fit. I know. Because I, I, I try to find – I have a rifle approach. And I try to find the right guy that works well with us. Mm-hmm. Not, I'm not trying to get everybody. I'm trying to find the right kid. That gets it, that's understand, that understands it, that's in it for the long haul, and it's not just about the financial services. It's mm-hmm. about really a lifestyle services as well. Go. There you know, you go. in terms of you know making the right lifestyle choices to preserve your wealth, because that's what is managing your cost and controlling your impulses and seeing it for the next twenty to twenty five, thirty, forty years, well after your plane and try to build recurring revenue streams for yourself after your play. So that's where I'm more focused on. And if we get somebody at, their, at a young age, great. If we get them in the middle of their career, great. And we have clients that we work with at the end of their careers. And um, it's, been, it's been a wonderful deal. So I, I, it gives me an opportunity to meet people from all across the board, from different backgrounds, different businesses, um, they're not necessarily and, uh, our athletes. You're not just dealing with no. athletes only. So let's Absolutely make sure that's not. understood. No. Yeah, let, there has to be very clear about that. I'm not building my business on athletes uh, because that's, you know, from my own perspective, that's a volatile business. So I have to create <laughs> uh, different relationships <laughs> that, that bring stability to my own life, mm-hmm. to my own business life that I can continue to grow and build as we move on. This is the Edwards George Wealth Management Group, which provides comprehensive investment management, financial services, services that include wealth management, estate planning, which is important, tax planning mm-hmm. strategies, which is amazingly important, retirement and income planning. I've believe me, I'm, I'm engaged in all those relationships. That's why I wanted to make sure people understood that. When you hear me talk to you, when you hear, hear me talking, I'm not talking about just athletes, an everyday person, a who has a small entrepreneur or CEO, industry decision maker, or celebrities. They can exactly. come to you because the Edwards George Wealth Management Group, and then you can you can service them. And I mean, service them in very important layers. That tax planning strategy, you got to be there, man. Got to be there, Eddie. Oh, no question. I mean, that's Uncle Sam is, is number one. That's what you got to learn is that you don't base your budget off of the gross. <laughs> you base it off of the net. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You can uh, if you live by the gross, you'll die by the net. <laughs> so oh my goodness! That, never man. forget that, right? Hey, right. Thank you for getting on the call with me today, man. I, I'm a fan. Hey, man, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. You know, it was really great because you're special, man, and don't change. And um, I keep keep surprising me, keep shocking me, shock the world. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking soon. This is Eddie George, man, the great one.
Listening makes us smarter, more connected people. It makes us better partners, parents, and leaders. And there's no better place to start listening than Audible. Audible is where so many inspiring voices and compelling stories open listeners up to new experiences and ways of thinking. Audible members now get more than ever before. Members choose three titles every month, one audiobook plus two Audible originals that you can't hear anywhere else. Members also have unlimited access to more than 100 audio-guided fitness and meditation programs. Audible delivers bestsellers, business, self-improvement, memoirs, and more, all professionally narrated by actors, authors, and motivational superstars like Rachel Hollis, David Goggins, and Mel Robbins. Audible members can also get free access to the New York Times, Wall Street Journal, and Washington Post delivered daily to the Audible app. With the convenient app, members can access Audible anytime, at the gym, while commuting, or on the go, and on any device. We'll always pick right back up where you left off. Audible also offers free and easy audiobook exchanges, credits you can roll over for a year, and a library you keep forever even if you cancel. Explore all the ways listening on Audible can help improve mind, body, and soul with entertainment, information, and inspiration. You can get titles from your favorite iHeart talent such as Chelsea Handler, Danny Shapiro, Charlemagne the God, and Bobby Bones on Audible. Start listening now with a 30-day Audible trial and your first audiobook plus two Audible originals are free. Visit audible.com slash iHeart or text iHeart to 500-500.